Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. All right. It's the Mando Minute, episode four. This episode of Mando Minute is brought to you by King's Coast, Holiday Blend, and Coco. Go to com to learn more. Wow, we timed that perfectly. Um, hey, guess what we get to talk about on Monday, because I have to watch it with the kids over the weekend. The Life Day Lego oh, Holiday yeah, yeah, I got to watch it this weekend. Thank you for reminding me. So we'll talk about that on Monday. Uh, but Tim and I just watched episode four of The Mandalorian. It's really good. The Siege, chapter 10. Wee wee. Um, the thing that I really liked about this episode is that it really put off the side questing vibe. Yes. Um, it was very, very much... Someone last week in chat was like, oh, you shouldn't call them filler episodes. This is They're art. filler blah, episodes. Blah. What else do you want to call them? I want to call them side quests from now on. That's fine. They're still fillers. <laughs> like, you can't, like. Side like, questing sounds so much more no, epic. Side, side questing does sound epic, but when you look at it from, like, when you're looking at it from the terminology of what, of, like, like, like TV shows and stuff, this is a filler episode. You're not on the main story arc anymore. You're on, the, you're on, a, you're on a secondary story arc. And it's great. It's perfect. Like this was this was the best. Okay, we'll use Kevin's terminology. Side quest episode we've gotten so far in the See, Mandalorian. So better. Uh, yes, uh, I really enjoyed uh, the child going to school for literally what Dude, seemed like ten minutes. I, I think what's great. Yeah. Okay. That they kind of they kind of milked that scene a little much, but it was really cute. He's using the force more, which is awesome. But. This this episode just solidifies the connection between Mando and the child even more. The way he's talking to him in the beginning when he's like trying to fix the ship and he's like the blue plug wire. the red one into where the blue one was and take the blue one and plug where the red ones, but don't touch them together because they're the polarities are different. I thought that was great because it sounded like I was talking to my kid. Yeah. Like it sounded like he was talking to a toddler and and my son responds to anything that I say to him, he goes, hmm? And I just mm-hmm. thought that was great. He just, he just like the conversation and just like the overall just emotions between the two and the connections that they have is fantastic. I, I just, I love what they're doing as we continue down this path. So, uh, I enjoyed going back to Navarro. We finally got answers Same. that it is a facility on. It, yeah. It wasn't a ship. Tomorrow. It was a base. It's not just a, it's just not an, any Imperial it's base. It's a lab. Come to find out, it's deep science. It's a deep, it's a deep research lab in out in Navarro on the outermost outer rim, and they out here cloning bitches. All right, I texted uh, you mid episode because you had seen it already. Yeah, so I watched this twice. I watched it on the treadmill, and then I watched it again when I got home. Um, I watched it tonight I, with Danielle again. So I watched it on the phone, and I had a hard time seeing everything. When I watched it on the big screen, I was like, "Aha, that makes more sense." Um, when we when we first see the cloning pod, um, I thought it, it was Emperor clone. You thought it was Emperor clone. Snoke. I I kind of had this feeling, and I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. They're not they're not leaning into the Skywalker saga like main story arc. They're doing their own thing, but things are familiar. We've seen cloning before in Star Wars. We've seen an episode two. We've seen an episode nine. To to really them to have them involve more clones, not just your normal 
Django Fett clones, but to have other types of clones out in the universe is really, really cool. I like how this is becoming more of a normality within the Star Wars universe of the idea of cloning technology, which is really, really cool. One thing that I absolutely hate about this episode, they said the M word. They didn't directly say it, but they brought it back. And I'm very upset at Dave Filoni that they he he brought back Medichlorians. If you guys are a fan of the show, you got to censor yourself when you talk about you have to censor (laughs) yourself when they when they said M count right away. I just went, oh, no, (laughs) because I I know chat is going to light me up on Monday. Um, They brought it back, but in a very interesting way, Um, they brought back Medichlorians, but they called them they called it an M count. And it looks like they are hard of it. Like that was the whole reason for the child. They knew they, they are searching for strong force users yep. and they are, they are harvesting their blood and they're imbuing the, the force wielders blood into these clones, which is really, really interesting because this brings along a, uh, a story arc that is from uh, an act. It originally started off in a video game. Did you do you do you understand the problem here too with what happened? So that one alien that fixed the ship, I forget their race, but that so was one of the aliens from Squadrons. That was from Squadrons. It was also in uh it was in episode nine. I believe but, so, yeah. But the last time we saw that race was in Squadrons, yes. But planted the tracker, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that we know the end of the episode, not only is they have the child, but now he's leading the Empire straight to Ahsoka. Yep. Yep. Which is so cool. <laughs> it is very, very cool. So Ahsoka's, Ahsoka's been like, ah, the Empire is defeated. I've been doing my own thing. Maybe she's been off, like, clearing out some Empire in the in the Outer Rim. Who knows? But, um, yeah. We also know that Gideon doesn't really have a, a massive armada. He doesn't have a Star Destroyer. He has a he has a, 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 a medium-class cruiser. Dude, the which, undershot of that Dude, at first when I was like, what is, oh, because it didn't look like, it didn't have the profile of a Star Destroyer. And so I was trying to figure out what he had. So he doesn't have a lot. But just the cinematography. But, but it was, oh, it was beautiful. That. It looked phenomenal. Um, yeah. But that last scene, this opens up a whole new can of worms. Um, so I was, so I, I have two theories. And the first one, the first one isn't as strong as the second one. But at first when I saw it the first time, I was like, is he cloning Inquisitors? Because like that would like that would that would be something that would make sense with someone who's like they're taking force blood they're taking force user blood and they're putting it into clones and they're seeing like what happens they're seeing if like they become like force sensitive or like if the body actually like takes it it seems like they're having really a rough time and a lot of them are getting rejected that was the issue um, the cloner when you go when, when you go back to the Navarro scene the cloner says um, he he made a line he said a line that had me confused and he says the volunteer i would i would fear the volunteer would would meet the same fate and i thought that was really interesting like who the hell's the volunteer you know is it someone who like is it someone who willingly is working with moff gideon is it someone that they took is it someone who has who has bad blood against against mando and wants revenge like is it someone who um like is it a character we've known over is it someone is it a new character that's going to be introduced i'm very curious about that um, but that final shot, it looked like Death Troopers, but on steroids, which makes me think that these are actually going to be Dark Troopers, um, which were actually introduced um, in a video game long, long time ago. Dark Forces, right? Uh, yeah, in Dark Forces. Um, so I didn't even know about this which? until a, bu- a buddy of mine who is a huge Star Wars fan, uh, CJ, uh, Fat CJ on Twitter, 
Um, he d- he was DMing me back and forth. Um, he works on the Star Wars Battlefront game, or what did? Uh, it's no longer in production. Uh, but we were going back and forth, and he's like, "Yeah, like the, we haven't seen these in a really, really long time." And I did some research on our quick. Like, oh crap! So these are essentially like that, these are you like that one picture I sent you? Oh right? yeah, dude. So I went looking for dark trooper pictures just to like make sure I had like, like I was I wanted to reference the the, the images against the show. And I found one and I was like, eh. and then Kevin sends me one that looks like Warhammer for 40,000. <laughs> and this inquisitorium and this, dark this, trooper. Yeah. It's the inquisitorium dark trooper. And it like, he looks like, uh, he looks like a juggernaut. Can um, I tell you where I got that from? Yeah. Go for it. That's the picture in the Canon part of Wikipedia. Mm. Also, oh, that's exciting. Can I say something to the diehards who've been yelling about something for years and what this door slightly opens up in other sure. content, not necessarily this? Maybe this. This could make Kyle Katarn canon. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Because, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if he, if he like, gets... I mean, it's too... I mean, I guess the timeline's about right, too. He yeah, can be it is intri- about right. Yeah, it's about right. I mean, like, so Kyle Katarn's storyline is right around Luke's story. Yeah. Post, um, he's, a rogue, he's a rogue Jedi. Um, it, it would be really interesting if they introduced him into the Mandalorian. Oh, my God. The, the fan I mean, base... Like, but I mean, like, that'd that's be one what, of those things nobody knows what to do with. Dude, be, no, don't ah, be like, yeah, ah, what do I do with my hands? Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, it would be really, really interesting if they introduced. I mean, like I remember playing that game when I was a kid, um, and so to see his character introduced. I mean, he was a, he's definitely a beloved character for older Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um. So to see to see them take more stuff that wasn't considered canon and was considered more like expanding universe, um, to for them to continuously just take bits and pieces of that and add it into into the re, into the the actual canon Star Wars universe is is really really exciting, but. Um, this new le- this new level of stormtrooper is really really cool because these are these are force like force wielding stormtroopers essentially like they they don't like they 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 are being imbued with with force user blood to make them like super soldiers so it's like take death troopers and then times a hundred because death because troop- death troopers are supposed to be highly modified. Essentially, yeah. like the Bad Batch, they're zombies, basically. Yeah, they're essentially zombies. They they have been like Frankenstein together, and that and they're, they're super soldiers. And now we're getting something even more. I love the 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 darkness under the hood, if you will, of what they've been doing lately. You know, like we see the Death Troopers in Rogue One; they don't take their helmets off. You go to mm. Wikipedia and read the canon entry, you're like Jesus Christ, children shouldn't be reading about this. Yeah. But it's like the darkness under the veil. It's very interesting. Mm. That's it. Our 10 minutes are up. If you want to continue this conversation, you need to tune in Monday when Tim and I go full-blown episode four. Like I said, we'll talk about the Lego Life Day special. Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash raredrop, fb.gg slash raredropco. Those are the two places that you can continue this conversation. You've officially been baited. We hope you enjoyed the Mando Minute, and we will see you on Monday. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.